0: hello motherfuckers hello you muddy fasters.
1: Shelly and i've been together today haven't we shells
0: we we have we shared a jacket jacket potato oh i love a spud in the afternoon round <laughs> you've always loved a spud the thing is we never know what to prepare for lunch because we're always so rushed and we have no time so it's always a, a pizza and and we decided we just can't cope with all that bread so um, we had some heavy
1: carb instead but it was delicious
0: heavy white spud instead i know they're sort of delicious potato very really lovely Lovely, gorgeous potato.
1: We're ramping up for our show, which is next week, and every time we go, now it's fine. It's just the same show as before, and then we just change everything last minute, and we have got no brain. And we don't know what we're saying or doing. But it's hard because the creative process—it is creative, and it is indeed a process. When you're distracted with a couple of kiddly winks it's—it's it's so difficult to keep on track, isn't it, Shelley?
0: Never mind the recalls coming out of um, Shelley's back bottom
1: and your back and your front bottom. Why not you tell them about the recall you had last week when you just text me and you wouldn't believe? You wouldn't believe it was so quickly a pick.
0: No, it's sad because um because I uh I didn't get it. But, but tell it them just the, remind our listeners the, of the
1: one. Well it was for
0: the LGBTQ plus budget budget holiday, where they wanted the whole fam for me. So that would have been really lovely because you don't have to worry about childcare because the children come with really handsomely paid, like 50 grand plus. I can say it now that I haven't got it. And um, in Portugal, so really close with some sun, please. And so it would have just, it was kind of too good to be true. But I uh, I had to, you know, quickly go and get my child to pick him up early from nursery with the small one in the back. And en route, thank goodness I left plenty of time, which I'm not usually guilty of, because as I'm passing the um, um, Westminster Abbey and the Big Ben and whatnot, I just hear in the back seat, And because I'm hard of, hard of hearing, listeners, you may or may not remember, I've only got one working ear. I just thought, no, that didn't. I just told myself, no, I didn't hear that. And then my son says, "Mummy, my sister's just been sick, really sick." And I thought, oh my gosh! And I couldn't, I didn't want to just, just sort of yank my head round. So I literally pulled up an illegal street right by the um, Houses of Parliament, and um, I looked back, and it was a horror show. It was all over her. She had vomited everywhere, over her arms, her hands, her her feet, her shoes, everything. She was holding a book. It was covered in chunky, chunky bits of food. I've never seen her vomit like that. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, I I remember telling the nanny, you're going to have to push everything forward, so I just want you to feed her, give her a milk, put her to bed. And so that's what she must have done, just stuffed her early for lunch. Yeah, given her her milk, lay her down. I yanked her out of bed, threw her in the car, we stopped starting and yeah vomited everywhere and now i've got i'm in the back seat cleaning her trying i've got some wet wipes i'm now covered in vomit i'm going to a casting this isn't happening but i did think this is a sign that you can't actually put young children like this in us because look what happens no, and um she was crying and then she was shaking and shivering because she was so cold because all well, her clothes you have were a saturated of clothes for her, please Now, please. Now, I had some items, but I couldn't do it there and then. I had to get out. It was illegally parked right in the centre of London. And um, so I drove to the the overpriced car park on Brewer Street, where thank goodness the winning partner met me. And I said, you know, and I start shouting at her. I say, see, you never bring a change of clothes, but lucky for us, I have. (laughs) And just venting. And um, it was all, all summer gear. So she looked ridiculous. And then we just had to scoot her quickly to Gap and buy from there. Um, items, she stank of vomit I stank of vomit, it was all under my head sweet okay. corn and carrots, under okay. my nails make, yeah. oh, Anyway, sorry. I walked in and you know I thought I stood quite a good chance because um, you told me that most same-sex couples um of the female variety aren't desperately easy on the art No,
1: I didn't say that You, you said words to those effects family. I said You're a dynamic family Okay. Did not so I
0: walked into judgment. that I, would never I, ever... I walked into that room and it was like the L word Okay, they were all so beautiful same-sex couples hot latinos hot i mean just from all over the united colors of benetton and um and, it, and i just looked around and we were all looking at each other we couldn't take our eyes off each other because we were thinking Everyone the same just thing cruising, i'm sure which is each other out no no but not like that we're just thinking where have you been where where have you been hiding out because really you just don't see
1: those gals you about think to spark up a whatsapp group while you're in there Oh, if only we We had time, Shirley, if only we had time. I know, it's it's such a shame. Exactly,
0: it's such a shame not only to miss out on the ad, but to miss out on ever seeing those gals again, because they're mums, they're all mums
1: as well. That's what I mean, you should have got someone's digit to go, guys, girlies, should we just have
0: a... We were all running around after our underage children and trying to fill in these awful forms. But anyway anyway it was fun the whole family went there and we made a day of it we went shopping we had um japanese and everything but you know didn't get the gig Sorry spent about, about 100 pounds on congestion charge and parking yeah. and clothes for the youngest but
1: there's didn't something get the gig. you love though is
0: to be out of pocket i'm absolutely thrive on it
1: now should we talk about the new the fresh new rom-com rylane sec- Ry Lane. i know how about that I mean, it's huge. It's A Love Letter to Peckham, directed by Rain Allen Miller, and it stars that David Johnson from BBC Industry, who actually, he wasn't my favourite dude in the show, but whatever. Um, but yes, people are now saying, once the murder mile, now the envious environs of Peckham. Road well, features. you see, they,
0: they're saying that the same could happen, the terrible, terrible um, gentrification, what happened in Notting Hill after the movie Notting Hill could happen to Peckham. And I say, bring it on. Bring it Um, on. Watch watch the, bring it on. Yeah, they're they're saying everywhere where a movie has been set has basically ruined the area. But come ruin us. We can't wait. We're so excited to in Peckham. Well, I'm sure not everyone is.
1: They were interviewing people in the news yesterday. Um, Have you heard of um, the Flygerians?
0: Oh, no, they sound fun.
1: Yeah, well, it's a Flygerian, according to the Urban Dictionary, is, a Nigerian with swagger, who is ridiculously cool, that travels as often as possible, whether for business or pleasure. But there were two women who were really funky, dressed really funky, talking about the film. And it said the Flygerians. There's also a restaurant called Flygeria, which is in your neck of the woods as well. So um, it's something to just remember, the, the Flygerians, it's a thing. And they've got a lot to say. But apparently the, the, the film's fantastic. And I think, you know, why don't you just do a little screening at your house? Do you not think I I sow your road to sort of everyone open up their doors and just do like a street party just in celebration of yourselves?
0: Is it? Well, well, you know you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And perhaps if I checked in on the street thread, they mm. they they may be
1: organising something. And if exactly. not, I'll put it to them. I think so. It's out on it's out next week. So you have, don't have long now, Shirley. But you know you like a challenge as much as the next man.
0: Well, that movie will be in direct competition with something else that's coming out next week, <gasps> Tell which them. is my documentary, The Holy Land and Us, colon, Our Untold Stories. Guys, get your, get your pen and paper out because it will be airing. It's on BBC Two, the first episode, which I don't appear in, so you can sort of just not watch that. That's on Tuesday, the 14th of March. And then the second episode, which I am in, a week later, Tuesday, the 21st of March.
1: In all I'll seriousness, actually... we really, you really should do something for your your airing.
0: I know. I am actually going to Guys and Dolls at the Bridge Theatre on the 14th. Okay, um, but how about the 21st? Is... I think I will do something for the 21st. She so you, a sort of, do sort of thought, Palestinian play? you going to invite me. I haven't actually organised anything.
1: No, but you should really do something. But that is fantastic, Shirley. That is really good news. Now, I know it's also big news because my husband, what is a journalist, an arts journalist, keeps sending me their blurb and saying, this is going to be huge. I said, I can't hear it anymore. Not really. I'm very, very happy for you. Listen, I think it is going to be huge. You're going to be an absolute sensation. Shirley's already showed you a picture of herself on the um, Gaza Strip looking sexual. Her hair is very wild, wet, wet, wild and ready. Listen, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a very, very, very interesting documentary. Can we expect laughter to tears or the other way around? Um,
0: I saw an episode and I have to say I both laughed and cried. Oh, okay.
1: That's good. At my
0: bits. (laughs) It was, there's some really, because, you know, there, there, there are three, it follows three Palestinian stories one of which is mine and three jewish stories and actually they're really moving like all the stories are really moving the people are interesting i haven't seen the first episode i i hear there's a difficult duo on there but um you know i really i, I really liked um the, the people um i was confronted with in the second episode so it will be interesting was it me balanced? First. i would say it is it is balanced um Apparently, they went all the way up the line and uh, to sort of see that both sides would be happy. They were consultants all the way up the BBC, Palestinian high-profile people, Jewish and Israeli high-profile people, and everyone. In the end, you know, no one's particularly overjoyed, um, but they said, "Yeah, fair, fair enough." Well,
1: well, that's good. Listen, I really look forward it's to it. It's the first
0: time that it's ever been anything of of its kind to see Jewish and Palestinian stories alongside each other.
1: I really do think um, you, you should organise something. I might speak to a No, I'm gonna do this.
0: I'm gonna do Palestinian plates and I will have a gathering. A awesome. crowd gathered. On the no, not just hour. the day
1: before.
0: Yeah, no, I'll get on that.
1: So it's good that childcare costs have risen by 62% today, highest ever. And um the average cost to send a child under three to nursery is nineteen thousand a year. And it's really sad because I was not only watching the news, but on you and yours radio Fall this week, they were talking. I they were talking about women who basically are in debt for going back to work, and they just said there's absolutely there's nothing, especially if you're a single mum. They said it's really, really, really desperate out there. They don't know what to do. Very depressing.
0: I I just I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do, and
1: um, we invest very little in this country apparently compared to other countries.
0: I know, I know. And it's a false economy, of course, because you have half, you know, well, not as much as half because not everyone has kids and and not everyone is of that age. But, you know, almost half the workforce out of work, it can't be great.
1: Well, no, exactly. And and Pregnant then Screwed was talking about the fact that um, women were now leaving it so late because they were just too scared of the fact they weren't going to get any support. And as a result, you know, it's detrimental to their fertile years. So that's quite depressing. That's been really hitting headlines this week. That and Riley. Oh, no, it's, it's an absolute bugger. I, you know,
0: I had um, the first half of this week in Badminton House in Somerset, and um, I have to say that Badminton House. I haven't been there since um, my baby was in my belly, and we went to our, our good friend's um, wedding there, didn't we, Shirley? We did. But it has gone. It has gone a bit to seed. Um, has it? It has gone a bit to seed. They need not to listening. invest i hope they are but you know what what was so lovely was just looking forward to those moments where we didn't have the children and just just i just to do things like i at one you know what i went i i read on one occasion on another occasion i just said to my um, friend and i said i need to go and sleep they said go and sleep and i just literally got into my big Soho home bed and um, just close my curtains and just closed my eyes in the middle of the day and just slept because I'd had such an awful night. And it was just, just little things like that. And you realize, my gosh, kids really have changed absolutely everything and not necessarily for the better. They really do. I mean, if, if the small things just, it was just such little things that I just was so delighted by getting to read, maybe it was three pages, getting a little kip stuffing my face with cake without being witnessed so that you know I did uh, you know you have to just being able to eat without being that that pressure when you're eating with the kids at the table and you're constantly sort of don't touch that watch that take that knife away Oh, I get it picking shit off the floor anyway I just thought my gosh it really is they really really do turn your world upside down they're just there the whole time they are there the whole time
1: Shelley's one opened the door for me today. Not quite her, but you know her, her nanny. And she was just—it uh, looked like she'd been out for a weekend. She just had a whole face with a blue marker, but it looked like sort of really fun '80s, you know, um, draggle eye, eye shadow. And just—I mean, it's she very. Took, fun. It, I
0: left her for two minutes, and I came back, and she just had a sharpie, and she was just going round the same eye, round and round, a blue sharpie. It's permanent, and so it doesn't come off. Very sweet. And so yeah. she's gone to bed yeah. with it on again. And um, she's riddled with eczema, so that Sharpie won't do any favors for her. But there we are. That's, you know, I like it. She She already
1: looks like she's up for a good time. She's going to be a rock chick, and I like that about her. Did you watch the Michael George Michael documentary? No,
0: but I would like to. It's really lovely.
1: Yeah, it's a two part film called Outed on Channel Four, and it was really amazing because they managed to get his audio over the documentary. So it was really nice to hear his voice, and obviously, he's through, he's, you know. He's in it a lot. But so was his cousin. And it was a landmark moment for queer politics, you know. They were talking I mean, about- we'll
0: never forget. We'll never forget when he was caught in those loos. No, but what I love. And knows what.
1: I've always loved. He actually, I thought he was with someone else, he was actually just having a wank. And he, what is so funny is that I, well, not funny, but I've always really liked him. And it made me like him even more because he was like, you know what, why are you making me feel embarrassed? Because you forget that in the 90s, there was a lot of gay shaming that huge amount of a gay shaming oh yeah and he really came out it was only when he was 27 he came out because he had a long-term partner which sadly he wasn't with for very long because the partner died and it's it was really you know people especially some of the tabloid there were savage journalists who just followed him the entire time you know is he or isn't he gay like it was the top top um headline for so long and yeah then he just came out and he was because his cousin, who was brilliant, he's throughout the whole thing. This says, "You've got to take this thing out of this. Just, just go on." So he went on to CNN in America, to the top one. Went, "Yeah, listen, I am in a relationship with a man, and because he did it and he said it and he owned it, there's nothing anyone could do." Because they just kept hounding him the entire time. Anyway, but yeah, that still goes on today.
0: More. Look at Rebel. Look at Rebel Wilson. She I know, was and she believed Yeah,
1: they were talking. They and, used yeah uh,
0: quote.
1: People are. And I mean, the journalists
0: it's amazing how we're still so obsessed we're with obsessed. is is he or isn't he a bender yeah and, she it was, was, she it, and it was all that. we're it was obsessed all that
1: language benders yeah yeah people talking about the fact that it's not right it just it isn't right he's a good singer but it is not right that he is interested in other men it's really amazing because you go bloody hell you know anyway watch yeah. it
0: A little fact here, Mystic Meg. I know, passed away aged eighty. I know. Bloody hell, didn't know she was that old. Mystic Meg, remember she was our fortune, our our, probably our most famous ever astrologer. Used to do the horoscopes on the uh, National World. She used to predict who would win on the National Lottery.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. She started out as a deputy editor for News of the World, and then she moved over to horoscopes. And then a decade later, she made her first her debut on television. And she was, you know, well into her, you know, well, well past her prime. For back then, for the 90s. Gives us hope, Shirley, I thought.
1: 80 nowadays is no age at all, is it? As young as you like. It's so, so young. Spring Jean, of life. Very, very young. <laughs> Greyge, that's a thing. Do you hear about that on the catwalk this week? Grey and beige showcasing a slew of beige and grey on the runway. All of its back. It's such an eyesore. It's just like, oh, really? It's so, it's so depressing. But it's a thing now. I think oh, I don't, I don't I mind the gray embrace, so much. But yeah, with, a
0: beige, which, I don't know.
1: Although I've got a very nice Max Mara camel cashmere coat. Like that's I think that's me.
0: different. A camel coat is a classic timeless piece. But yeah. my face is beige, my hair is beige, and de on top my personality is quite beige. I'm not embracing beige. No, we mustn't.
1: We absolutely I, mustn't. Can- oof would be nice to go to the fashion week, though, wouldn't it? Got I don't know if I've got the wardrobe. A, in a locker somewhere in um, Gardinon, and just quickly. We could do that next year, couldn't we? They would never know the French. Also, if the French found a couple of kids in a locker, they wouldn't say anything because they just can't be bothered with the French. They can't stand children, especially the Parisians. We should do it next year. Okay, it's a date. International Women's Day Usually, yeah. we're quite good at just being vocal or saying something. We didn't say nothing; we just went sort of boss-eyed. And I know,
0: I know, because I had both kids yesterday on International Women's Day, and I was running around like a headless chirk. And it was that awful weather, and I, all I, all I thought of was um, Women's Day, and I thought I can't even say anything or put anything remotely, you know, make a gesture, nothing. And I just thought, yes, of course, we have to speak up for women because the because I just not you know, if you just saw me, I was just right, it, you know, anyway.
1: In China. Knee deep in it. Knee deep in it. Oh, no. Wednesdays are not a good days. Uh, China, men were presenting all their women, their important women in their lives with gifts. Isn't that nice?
0: They keep surprising us, the Chinese. Oh,
1: the Chinese are the gifts that keep on giving. Aren't they? They are the gifts that keep on giving. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you want to give me a winner-winner? Winner-winner. Well, it has, it has to be you know, the fact be that you're about to that... be huge. You're
0: about to take off. Oh, oh Shelley, I don't think so. Actually, my oh, winner, winner on, is... like. come had...
1: huge. I think it's big. You mustn't underestimate the fact that it's BBC Two, prime well, time. Well,
0: let, let's see, let's see, because I don't think anyone's rushing to um, see The Holy Land and Us, colon, our untold stories. Oh,
1: I don't know. You are not, not calling it? Well, let, let's Well, let's just see. I was actually going to... Gonna...
0: I was actually going to say my winner-winner was just getting away midweek. Really lovely. And it makes the week really short. So I've come back. I thought it was a Monday today. And it's, you know, the week's nearly over. It's just brilliant. Um, Back to the weekend, please. Um, So I I went, I got away. I feel very grateful for that. That's lovely. I think everyone just needs it a little. You're just a little time away when you need it. When's your next time Um, away? uh, Gosh. Who knows? Easter, I suppose. Devon. Oh, yeah.
1: Devon. Nice. Great. So winner-winner what's yours you've got away is that right mm-hmm. yeah my winner went uh, my son started potty training so he did a poo oh, well, in the... done. yeah but then I found myself going ah poo poo in the potty a poo poo in the potty no it's good but except you forget it's the beginning of the poo trail isn't it and it's going to go on for some time so I don't how know. could you I'm better do it in this committed. weather that's the thing but because my mother had out the potty when I got back from South Africa you know, my mother likes to train these children as young as possible. So, you know, she's just thinking about me saving money on nappies. I thought because it's there, he's obviously got used to it. So it was out and he liked it. The other and then we had days together on Tuesday. I thought, go on then. And he just went for it. And I was so excited. Yeah. But anyway, as a result, you know, it's going to be messy business. It has been messy business. You know, now every time his nappy's off, he's just pooing all over. So anyway, winner, winner. That's my winner, winner. Is it? Is that a winner, winner? Or is that a dead duck? It sounds What's like a dead know? duck,
0: but fine. Let's let's keep
1: positive. What's um, your, what's your dead <laughs> Well, maybe there's the weather. I can't deal with it. I actually yeah, I effed yeah. and jeffed all the way to my casting yesterday, and then when I got in there, I effed and jeffed. I just also don't have the right water. I need like a waterproof unitard with a waterproof balaclava. I just cannot. Oh, well, you're cope
0: giving me way. ideas. You're giving me ideas. Well, that, that can gonna... be your Good Friday present.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe that's what I need. I need that. I don't have anything. I... So yeah, that's, I don't know. Is the weather good? No, it's not really quite boring, isn't it really? But anyway- No, listen. but
0: it's horrible. It's fucking awful. Um, my dead duck, ha- I have to be honest, was not getting the LGBTQ plus family budget holiday. I, the thing is, the difference with you and me is I don't I don't often think I've got things because I, I just think that I'm not right for that part. But I did think I was in it with a chance only because I just thought I've got the oldest child here and they were looking for older children and all the children in the waiting room were really young. That's the only reason. And so I built myself up to to really believe that I was going I re- so Had much so that I thought no, no, well no, so much so that I thought I'd best take photos of mine and my family's passports before I go to Badminton House in case they call up. When they call to tell me I've got the job well, and they sad. have the passport details, I'll just have them on a photo. Yeah. And I'd forgotten, I thought, and I said to my woman partner in the car, who's got keys to our house? And she gave a list. And I go, good, I can get them to go in, and tell them my secret hiding place where my passport and all my um currencies are. That's how much I thought I got it. So that when I and and you know they never tell you, you know they don't. You know they leave you hanging for ages before you're told whether you've yes. got something on. No, I got told Monday first thing when I was on my holidays, my holidays, and I can't tell you what happened to my. I just absolutely was so gutted. But then, um, then I had to. Did your agent ris- tell
1: you? Or did they tell you directly?
0: No agent said, "Oh, sorry, babe, didn't go your well, didn't go your way
1: this time." What? Bring them up. What do you mean?
0: No, and I said, "I'm." And I told her, "I said I was honest. I said I'm absolutely yeah, gutted." Like what? So I, oh, I really thought he goes, "I know it's really frustrating to get so close, but like with the other ones, I just go, oh, yeah, thanks for letting me know.' Couldn't care less because I didn't really believe it. But when you really believe something, and they, and that it's amazing what happened to my system, I thought I don't actually like feeling like this. It's better not to believe you've got something. But then, as I said, I I ate some cake and all as well." It was I, 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 I recovered quite quickly, but it was very, Listen, very strong. Shirley, <laughs> it's only setting you up
1: for next week where you're going to be huge, so it's quite good. You need to just, you know, you need to have your Is this the relaxation. calm before the Yeah, ca- the calm, calm before, before the storm. <laughs> storm. You know, you need to be grounded before flight. That's what I believe. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to tune out. Do, do catch I think, listen, they should watch both. You have to watch both. Not oh, no, you've it. got to watch both. I'm going to gonna watch both. both. I'm just going to watch TV it the day after. Uh, yeah. And do send in any sort of thoughts, comments, complaints, um, feedback. I think it's good for you to know. I think it's. I'm very excited. Very excited. I'm glad we've got those dates, TX dates.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. All good.
1: Fantastic. Okay. Brilliant. Goodbye then. What do you look forward
0: to. Bye. Ta You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.